chapters sixteen through twenty of the book of the acts of the apostles from the american bible union's new testament this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by mark penfold chapters sixteen through twenty of the book of the acts of the apostles chapter sixteen and he came down to derby and lystra and behold a certain disciple was there named timothy the son of a believing jewish woman but whose father was a greek who was well reported of by the brethren in lystra and iconium him paul wished to go forth with him and took and circumcised him on account of the jews who were in those places for they all knew that his father was a greek and as they journeyed through the cities they delivered to them the decrees to keep that were ordained by the apostles and elders who were in jerusalem the churches therefore were established in the faith and increased in number daily and having gone through the region of phrygia and galatia and being forbidden by the holy spirit to speak the word in asia they came to mysia and attempted to go into bithynia but the spirit of jesus did not permit them and passing by mysia they came down to troas and a vision appeared to paul in the night there stood a man a macedonian beseeching him and saying come over into macedonia and help us and when he had seen the vision immediately we sought to go into macedonia concluding that the lord had called us to publish the good news to them therefore setting sail from troas we ran with a straight course to samothrace and on the following day to neapolis and from thence to philippi which is a chief city of that part of macedonia a colony and we continued in that city certain days and on the sabbath we went forth out of the gate by a riverside where it was wont to be a place of prayer and we sat down and spoke to the women who came together and a certain woman named lydia a seller of purple of the city of thyatira who worshipped god was listening whose heart the lord opened to attend to the things spoken by paul and when she was immersed and her household she besought us saying if ye have judged me to be a believer in the lord come into my house and abide and she constrained us and it came to pass as we were going to the place of prayer a certain bondmaid having a spirit of divination met us who brought her masters much gain by soothsaying she having followed paul and us cried saying these men are the servants of the most high god who announced to us the way of salvation and this she did many days but paul being indignant turned and said to the spirit i command thee in the name of jesus christ to come out from her and he came out the same hour and her masters seeing that the hope of their gain departed laid hold of paul and silas and drew them into the market-place before the rulers and having brought them to the magistrates they said these men being jews greatly disturb our city and teach customs which it is not lawful for us to receive or to observe being romans and the multitude rose up together against them and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them with rods and having laid many stripes on them they cast them into prison charging the jailer to keep them safely who having received such a charge thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks and at midnight paul and silas prayed and sang praises to god and the prisoners listened to them and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken 
and immediately all the doors were opened and the chains of all were loosed and the jailer awaking out of sleep and seeing the prison doors open drew his sword and was about to kill himself supposing that the prisoners had fled but paul cried with a loud voice saying do thyself no harm for we are all here and culling for lights he sprang in and trembling fell down before paul and silas and having brought them out he said uh, sirs uh, what must i do to be saved and they said believe on the lord jesus christ and thou shalt be saved and thy house and they spoke to him the word of the lord and to all that were in his house and taking them along the same hour of the night he washed their stripes and was immersed himself and all his immediately and having brought them up into his house he set food before them and rejoiced with all his house believing in god and when it was day the magistrates sent the sergeants saying let those men go and the keeper of the prison reported these words to paul the magistrates have sent to let you go uh, now therefore depart and go in peace but paul said to them they beat us openly uncondemned being romans and cast us into prison and now do they send us forth secretly <laughs> nay verily but let them come themselves and bring us out and the sergeants reported these words to the magistrates and they were afraid when they heard that they were romans and they came and besought them and bringing them out entreated them to depart out of the city and they went out of the prison and entered into the house of lydia and seeing the brethren they exhorted them and departed chapter seventeen and passing through amphipolis and apollonia they came to thessalonica where was the synagogue of the jews and paul as his custom was went into them and for three sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures opening them and setting forth that the christ must suffer and rise again from the dead and that this is the christ jesus whom i preach to you and some of them believed and joined themselves to paul and silas and of the devout greeks a great multitude and of the chief women not a few but the jews moved with envy having taken to them of the idlers in the market-place certain vicious men and having gathered a crowd set the city in an uproar and assaulting the house of jason they sought to bring them unto the people and not finding them they dragged jason and certain brethren before the rulers of the city saying these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also whom jason has received and all these are acting contrary to the decrees of caesar saying that there is another king jesus and they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things and having taken security of jason and of the others they let them go and the brethren immediately sent away paul and silas by night to berea who coming thither went into the synagogue of the jews these were more noble than those in thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily whether these things were so many of them therefore believed and of honourable grecian women and men not a few but when the jews of thessalonica knew that also at berea the word of god was preached by paul they came stirring up the people there also and then immediately the brethren sent away paul to journey as upon the sea but silas and timothy abode there still 
and they who conducted paul brought him to athens and having received a command to silas and timothy to come to him as soon as possible they departed now while paul was waiting for them at athens his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city full of idols therefore he reasoned in the synagogue with the jews and the devout persons and in the market daily with those who met with him and certain philosophers of the epicureans and of the stoics were disputing with him and some said what would this babbler say and others he seems to be a proclaimer of foreign gods because he made known to them the good news of jesus and the resurrection and taking hold of him they brought him upon mars hill saying may we know what this new doctrine is of which thou speakest for thou bringest certain strange things to our ears we would know therefore what these things mean now all athenians and the strangers residing there spent their leisure for nothing else but to tell or to hear something new and paul standing in the midst of mars hill said <coughs> men of athens in all things i perceive that ye are very devout for as i passed by and observed your objects of worship i found also an altar with this inscription to an unknown god whom therefore not knowing ye worship him i announce to you the god who made the world and all things therein he being lord of heaven and earth dwells not in temples made with hands nor is ministered to by human hands as if needing anything more himself giving to all life and breath and all things and he made of one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth having fixed the appointed seasons and bounds of their habitation that they should seek the lord if haply they might feel after him and find him although he is not far from every one of us for in him we live and move and have our being as also some of your own poets have said for his offspring also are we being therefore god's offspring we ought not to think that the godhead is like to gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device the times of ignorance therefore god overlooked but now commands all men everywhere to repent because he fixed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he appointed having given assurance to all by raising him from the dead and when they heard of a resurrection of the dead some mocked and others said we will hear thee again of this matter and thus paul departed from among them but certain ones joining themselves to him believed among whom was also dionysius the areopagite and a woman named damaris and others with them chapter eighteen after these things paul departed from athens and came to corinth and finding a certain jew named aquila a native of pontus lately come from italy and priscilla his wife because claudius had commanded all the jews to depart from rome he came to them and because he was of the same trade he abode with them and labored for by their occupation they were tent-makers and he reasoned in the synagogue every sabbath and persuaded both jews and greeks and when silas and timothy came down from macedonia paul was engrossed with the word testifying to the jews that jesus is the christ but they opposing themselves and blaspheming he shook out his garments and said to them your blood be upon your own head i am clean from henceforth i will go to the gentiles and departing thence he entered into a certain man's house named justus one who worshipped god whose house was adjoining the synagogue 
and crispus the ruler of the synagogue believed on the lord with all his house and many of the corinthians hearing believed and were immersed and the lord said to paul through a vision in the night be not afraid but speak and hold not thy peace for i am with thee and no one shall assail thee to hurt thee for i have much people in this city and he continued there a year and six months teaching the word of god among them and when gallio was proconsul of achaia the jews rose up with one accord against paul and brought him before the judgment seat saying this man persuades men to worship god contrary to the law and as paul was about to open his mouth gallio said to the jews if it were some injustice or wicked misdeed o jews with reason i would have borne with you but if it is a question about a word and names and your own law look to it yourselves i will not be a judge of these things and he drove them away from the judgment seat but having all seized upon sosthenes the ruler of the synagogue they beat him before the judgment seat and gallio cared for none of these things and paul having remained yet many days took leave of the brethren and sailed thence to syria and with him priscilla and aquila having shaven his head in sencrie for he had a vow and they came to ephesus and he left them there but entering himself into the synagogue he reasoned with the jews and they desiring him to remain a longer time with them he consented not but took leave of them saying i must by all means keep the coming feast at jerusalem but i will return again to you if god will and he sailed from ephesus and having landed at caesarea and gone up and saluted the church he went down to antioch and after he had spent some time there he departed going through the country of galatia and phrygia in order strengthening all the disciples and a certain jew named apollos a native of alexandria an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures came to ephesus this man was instructed in the way of the lord and being fervent in spirit he spoke and taught correctly the things concerning jesus knowing only the immersion of john and he began to speak boldly in the synagogue but aquila and priscilla having heard him took him to them and expounded to him the way of god more perfectly and he wishing to pass through into achaia the brethren wrote exhorting the disciples to receive him who when he was come contributed much to those who had believed through grace for he powerfully confuted the jews in public showing by the scriptures that jesus is the christ chapter nineteen and it came to pass that while apollos was at corinth paul having passed through the upper districts came to ephesus and finding certain disciples he said to them did ye receive the holy spirit when ye believed and they said to him nay we did not even hear whether there is a holy spirit and he said to them unto what then were ye immersed and they said unto john's immersion then said paul john indeed immersed with the immersion of repentance saying to the people that they should believe on him who should come after him that is on jesus and when they heard this they were immersed in the name of the lord jesus and paul having laid his hands upon them the holy spirit came on them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied and all the men were about twelve and he went into the synagogue and spoke boldly for three months reasoning and persuading them of the things concerning the kingdom of god 
but when some were hardened and believed not speaking evil of the way before the multitude he departed from them and separated the disciples reasoning daily in the school of tyrannus and this continued for two years so that all who dwelt in asia heard the word of the lord both jews and greeks and god wrought special miracles by the hands of paul so that also there were carried from his body to the sick handkerchiefs or aprons and the diseases departed from them and the evil spirits went out from them then some of the wandering jewish exorcists took upon them to name over those who had the evil spirits the name of the lord jesus saying i adjure you by the jesus whom paul preaches and there were seven sons of one sceva a jewish chief priest who did this and the evil spirit answering said jesus i know and paul i well know but who are ye and the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them and overcame them and prevailed against both so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded and this became known to all both jews and greeks who dwelt at ephesus and fear fell on them all and the name of the lord jesus was magnified and many of the believers came confessing and declaring their deeds many of those also who practised curious arts brought together the books and burned them before all and they counted the price of them and found it fifty thousand pieces of silver so mightily grew the word of god and prevailed when these things were ended paul purposed to go to jerusalem passing through macedonia and achaia saying after i have been there i must also see rome and having sent into macedonia two of those who ministered to him timothy and erastus he himself stayed in asia for a season and about that time there arose no small tumult concerning the way for a certain man named demetrius a silversmith who made silver shrines of diana brought no small gain to the craftsmen whom he called together with a workman of like occupation and said sirs ye well know that by this craft we have our wealth moreover ye see and hear that this paul has persuaded and turned aside much people not only of ephesus but of almost all asia saying that they are not gods which are made with hands and there is danger to us not only that this branch of business will come into disrepute but also that the temple of the great goddess diana will be accounted nothing and her magnificence will be destroyed whom all asia and the world worship and hearing it they became full of wrath and continued crying out saying great is diana of the ephesians and the whole city was filled with confusion and they rushed with one accord into the theatre having seized gaius and aristarchus men of macedonia paul's companions in travel and paul wishing to enter in unto the people the disciples suffered him not and some also of the chiefs of asia being his friends sent to him entreating him not to adventure himself into the theatre some therefore were crying one thing and some another for the assembly was confused and the greater part knew not wherefore they had come together and they brought forward alexander out of the multitude the jews thrusting him forward and alexander beckoned with the hand desiring to make his defence to the people but when they knew that he was a jew one voice arose from all crying about two hours great is diana of the ephesians and the town clerk having quieted the people said man of ephesus what human being is there who knows not that the city of the ephesians is keeper of the great diana and of the image which fell down from jupiter 
these things being therefore undeniable ye ought to be quiet and to do nothing rashly for ye brought hither these men who are neither robbers of temples nor blasphemers of your goddess if therefore demetrius and the craftsmen with him have a matter against any man the law is open and there are proconsuls let them implead one another but if ye make any demand concerning other matters it shall be determined in the lawful assembly for we are in danger of being called in question for this day's riot there being no cause whereby we may give an account of this concourse and having thus spoken he dismissed the assembly chapter twenty and after the tumult ceased paul called to him the disciples and having embraced them departed to go into macedonia and having gone through those regions and given them much exhortation he came into greece and after he had stayed three months a plot being laid for him by the jews as he was about sailing to syria it was resolved that he should return through macedonia and there accompanied him into asia sopater son of pyrrhus a berean and of the thessalonians aristarchus and segundus and gaius of derby and timothy and of asia tychicus and trophimus these having gone forward were waiting for us at troas but we sailed forth from philippi after the days of unleavened bread and came to them to troas in five days where we abode seven days and on the first day of the week we having come together to break bread paul discoursed to them being about to depart on the morrow and continued the discourse until midnight now there were many lights in the upper room where we were assembled and there sat on the window a certain young man named eutychus being fallen into a deep sleep and as paul was long discoursing he sunk down with sleep and fell down from the third loft and was taken up dead and paul went down and fell on him and embracing him said do not lament for his life is in him and having come up again and broken the bread and eaten he talked a long while even till break of day and so departed and they brought the young man living and were not a little comforted and we going forward to the ship embarked for assos intending there to take in paul for so he had appointed intending himself to go on foot and when he met with us at assos we took him in and came to mytilene and sailing thence we came the following day over against chios and the next day we arrived at samos and having tarried at tragilium we came the next day to miletus for paul had determined to sail past ephesus that he might not spend time in asia for he was hastening if it were possible for him to be at jerusalem on the day of pentecost and from miletus he sent to ephesus and called the elders of the church and when they were come to him he said to them ye know from the first day that i came into asia after what manner i have been with you the whole time serving the lord with all loneliness of mind and with tears and trials which befell me by the plottings of the jews how i kept back nothing that was profitable that i should not announce it to you and teach you publicly and from house to house testifying to both jews and greeks repentance toward god and faith toward our lord jesus christ and now behold i go bound in the spirit to jerusalem not knowing the things that shall befall me there save that the holy spirit witnesses to me in every city saying that bonds and afflictions await me but none of these things move me 
neither do i count my life dear to myself so that i may finish my course with joy and the ministry which i received from the lord jesus to testify the good news of the grace of god and now behold i know that all ye among whom i went about preaching the kingdom of god shall see my face no more wherefore i testify to you this day that i am pure from the blood of all for i shunned not to declare to you the whole counsel of god take heed therefore to yourselves and to all the flock in which the holy spirit made you overseers to feed the church of the lord which he purchased with his own blood for i know this that after my departure grievous wolves will enter in among you not sparing the flock and from among yourselves will men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them therefore watch remembering that for the space of three years night and day i ceased not to warn every one with tears and now brethren i commend you to god and to the word of his grace who is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all the sanctified i coveted no one's silver or gold or apparel ye yourselves know that these hands ministered to my necessities and to those who were with me in all ways i showed you that so laboring ye ought to assist the weak and to remember the words of the lord jesus that he himself said it is more blessed to give than to receive and having thus spoken he kneeled down and prayed with them all and they all wept sorely and fell on paul's neck and kissed him sorrowing most of all for the word which he had spoken that they should behold his face no more and they accompanied him to the ship the end of chapters sixteen through twenty of the book of the acts of the apostles from the american bible union's new testament recording by mark penfold